Daddy D, if it ain't going down at the Bunny Ranch, it ain't going down at all. It's going down, going down at the Bunny Ranch. <laughs> oh, and then I got, you know, my client that sends all the, the candy liqueur. Oh, yeah. Bob. So you're meaning I need to come over there and get some candy. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. There's still wow. two bo- There's still some candies left in the boxes. I mean, there's still cognac. Cognac. Is it the tequila one? No, everybody ate Damn it first. Those bastards. I know. That, the tequila one was the first one. It that usually is. That, um, over here was the same one, too. The tequila one always went first. Yeah. Every time you brought it, so. Uh, tequila went fast over yeah. there, too. That's the first one to go. The tequila and the bourbon, those were the first ones. Tequila, bourbon, and then um, the last is the, is the cognac. Everything else, the champagne went. The champagne went. The, I didn't think I have the champagne one yet. Oh, that's gone now. Hmm. Um, I've never tried that one because I don't think it was in the other ones before. Yes, it was. I don't remember champagne listed. It's gold colors, like. Oh, huh. yeah, that's a gold truffle color. Well, and then there's a lot more cognacs there, and there was, and then there's some others in the other box. But that one doesn't have a strong liqueur like the one in the green box. Okay. Welcome everyone to the Bunny Ranch podcast. I'm James, and today we have one of the great legends here. So coming back from Kit Kat Ranch is Kamisha Amato. So you might know her from season one. She's been here. Um, she's filmed with us. She's been on live stream when we did those. Um, you know, but Kamisha, welcome onto the show. Oh, well, you know. well thank you. Since you just introduced I your chocolate right when I started. Oh, so yeah. it works great. Oh, my God. <laughs> we were discussing cho- a box of chocolate liqueur candy. And, and, you know, James was asking me, oh, um, is the tequila gone? That's the first thing that went was yep. tequila. Tequila is always the first one. And then there's bourbon. And then the last one was cognac. <laughs> so there's still some left if you want to come over. Might have to yeah. scurry over there box, for a little bit. But the... The core on that one isn't as strong as the one in the green box. Yeah. Well, Kamisha, you know, kind of give our audience, you know, who you are. Like, because, you know, you've done a ton of things so far. So, you know. um, before I did all of this, I was a registered nurse, a labor and delivery room nurse over at Altavis Hospital. Oh, am I supposed to say that? You, yeah, whatever you <laughs> so, want. So, I delivered a lot of babies, and my mom was a doctor. Um, also, um, I had two scholarships for Juilliard for classical piano, so I'll play some tunes for you. Not just classical, but all kinds, you know, pop, jazz. Um, also, I'll cook. So I, ha- I cook like my famous homemade lumpias, which are ground beef, rested potatoes, and mixed veggies. And I cook them. It's not deep fried. It's just, you know, just enough to cover them. And then it cooks about 10 minutes until they're like golden color. But they're yummy. And I, dip- I have two different sauces. I have a banana, sweet banana sauce, and then I have spicy banana sauce. So you were telling me before we started um, that if we Google... Uh, Kamisha's, is it Kamisha's Lumpias or is it? Or, or, or yeah, you can do Kamisha's lump, homemade Lumpias. Or, the first thing that comes up on Google is Kit Kat Ranch. 
Yeah, that's crazy. That ranch. <laughs> because when Dennis was here, rest in peace, Dennis, um, we did a video about my lumpias and, you know, that, okay, you have the banana and I, or was it, she has the sauce and you have the banana, something like that. It's on YouTube, <laughs> you know? Huh. Yeah. So That's kind of cool. You can check it out. And also, um, I have... Um, a YouTube video on me making my lumpias and this cute, like peachy colored lingerie. You might want to check that out too. Hmm. Teaching you how to roll lumpias and what's inside of them, which, you know, it's great. It has your protein, it has your, you know, your, your good carbs and everything is there, you know, and you can eat it on the go, it's finger food. And I would make it for our tea parties. Our tea parties are like little meetings. Yeah, um, that's I I completely love that one. And then you do your chicken adobo. My chicken adobo. Um, that one's really chicken good. Chicken that has garlic. I mince up some garlic, ginger, and onions, and then I put like ponsu sauce, shaoxing rice wine, seasoned rice wine, and um, a, a little bit of each one of the little you know liquid spices. Cook it for forty five minutes. So all the all the adobo sauce goes over the mung bean noodles, which are clear noodles you have to soak them first and then all the flavors are having a party in there together and so then you put in the snow peas all the stir-fried vegetables and snow peas the carrots the cabbage mm. um, the bok choy all in there along with the sh i shred the chicken shred a chicken and mix them all together it tastes yummy it, it really is you'll have um, to come and book a party with me and i'll cook it for you if i know ahead of time you know we can have like a cook-off in our um, bungalow there it has a kitchen so it's very private so you know you want to know more about it you know you can email me you know yeah and i'm sure that's going to be on the bottom it'll be somewhere here yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and then you also do this uh fruit salad one oh, right what okay. is that one uh, yeah. i always forget the name of that and I, that's the one i always want to I never can remember the name. It's what is that name? It's called Holo Holo, which Holo, Holo. is a, tro okay. a tropical fruit salad. It has coconut milk. It has evaporated. Two cans of coconut milk, two cans of evaporated milk. It has shredded coconut, baby coconut. It has jackfruit. It has mango. It has rabutan. That's another tropical fruit. It's like a guava banana combination. And there's some other ones. In oh, ubi, which is another, it's like um. A purple kind of fruit. It's, it looks kind of weird, but it's really tasty. And and then and all the other. There's some other ones, and you you can even put in a can of fruit cocktail too. But I'd like to keep just the tropical fruits in there, the tropical blend. Oh, and then I also make sticky rice with baby coconut, and that's also with co coconut milk and brown sugar hmm. and evap. Yeah, I made it one time. Did you have some of that? I, I don't think I had the sticky rice one. I'm going to have to make some of that, yeah. too, because that's cooked with sweet rice. Cook the sweet rice first. Then after you cook that, then you add the coconut milk and the evaporated milk, two cans of each, 50-50, and then also put in some brown you know, sugar in there, then put it in the oven for at 350 for about two hours. Two hours. Then at, at the very end, you sprinkle the, the brown sugar on there, and it makes like a glaze, and it tastes so yummy. Then you serve it also with sliced mangoes. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> uh, the hollow hollow one, um, it's yeah. hollow hollow, right? Oh, and then you also put a scoop of vanilla ice cream on the top. Well, oh. of the hollow hollow. 
but you can do that on the sticky rice too, but I don't think you want to spit That'd be a little different. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that one, it does look a little interesting when you look at it at first, because it's not like an, like some of the fruits, like but you said, you it looks different. It. You gotta but it, it. it tastes amazing. <laughs> yeah, because I, I remember when she first gave it to me, I'm like, that was probably like three, over three four. years ago, something like that now. Um, yeah, maybe four. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. And yeah, she gave it to me and she's like, you gotta try this. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> Cause like, you're looking at it and I'm like, Oh, I mean, you know, whatever. Try it. And it was hands down amazing. And then obviously Lupia's are amazing. So if you book a party and you email her and get to that, and I will you will never it. regret having Kamisha cook food for you because it's one of our spoiled amenities when she actually gets up there and she cooks because it takes a lot for her to cook. Oh, yeah. So, but, And you'll you know. see me rolling them. Um, like, like this last tea party, <laughs> I had to get used to the stove again. There's one burner. Yeah. So I picked the burner that wasn't burning properly. I should have taken the one <laughs> on the right. It took forever. I'm not going to use that burner anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a little no. it was a little long. Yeah, that that burner. Oh, it sucked. <laughs> well, besides cooking though, um now now I really want food. Um, I and I just had lunch too and I'm oh. like, "Oh man." <laughs> Cuz a lot of a lot of people there there isn't any Filipino food here in around Carson City or even Reno, I don't think. There's Hawaiian food. And other ones, but I don't think there's a really good Filipino restaurant. You know, although there are, there's a big Asian market in Reno. Yeah. We have a little one here, but, you know, I make use of that little one. <laughs> Definitely. You know, I'll, I'll buy like eight boxes of the, lump, the Lumpia wrappers. Uh, the best ones are in the blue box. And, um, and they have the wax paper that separates them. Hmm. And they're thin, very thin. I mean, they're different from wonton wrap because wonton wrappers are very doughy. Okay. Yeah, and you don't want, you can, I have used it. That's the one that's on the YouTube channel because I ran out of the lumpy wrappers, so I replaced it with wonton wrapper. You can use wonton wrappers if you want, but it's not the same. Cooking with Kamisha. Yeah. <laughs> the whole the whole beginning of the show just became Kamisha explaining how to cook. I know. <laughs> but then there's the other Kamisha oh. that likes to do parties, depending on what kind of parties you want. Yeah, that's Whether true. It's couples, because I have this couple that's from the Bay Area, and you know they're my regulars, and they're really nice. And she was always curious, but her husband always was looking for the right lady they wanted somebody that's about their age group so since you know one they wanted a mature person so at first they went to the bunny and they they partied with a younger girl but it didn't work out after a while then so then they picked me out of lineup and then i talked to them and then we booked the party hmm. she was nervous she was very nervous i focused on her first you know you know, she didn't, she's never been with another woman before. She's never kissed another woman. I massage. I, I said, okay, let's all, let's all get in the jacuzzi first. Let's do a jacuzzi bubble bath first. So that, you know, she loved it. And then we showered off in that big shower together. Oh, yeah. Then um, on the bed, and I focus on her. So I gave her, started giving her a massage. Her husband wanted her to be happy. So I made sure, you know gave her a massage we kissed and everything and then you can imagine what else went on we showed her my toys strap on double-headed dildo um oh electric 
electric therapy because she had arthritis. So I said, I can help with your arthritis. So I gave her a massage first, but then I gave her, I stimulated her areas where she had the arthritis and, she, and everything just fell into place. Yeah. And she extended, they rebooked and extended the party. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. As long as everyone's happy and obviously they're your regulars because they We've do We've already back, had like so. eight or nine parties already. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I do get a lot of regulars, especially people that are handicapped or disabled or in wheelchairs mm -hmm. because a lot, of, a lot of girls don't want to deal with transferring them from a wheelchair to the bed. Yeah. In fact, there was a client that I gave, we gave classes together, and um, he wanted to come in and let them know that you wouldn't know that I'm, I'm actually legally blind, would you? You know, but he can see shadows. Oh, okay. And, and there's certain things that he wanted to discuss with the girls about his, his feet, you know, that his certain areas are really very sensitive, hmm. and there's a certain way of turning him and, you know, yeah. partying with him. And that's where the whoopee cushions come in. <laughs> you I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if I really want to ask, but I kind of do. What, what about what are these whoopee cushions? Well, because of his handicap and his, his disability, he likes to be on his belt. He likes the whoopee cushions on his belly. Okay. And so he likes to go. It makes a big, you know, whoopee noise. Yeah. So he likes to be rocked back and forth. While the whoopee cushions is letting the the, the regular whoopee cushions you get like at Walmart, Target, like the I don't those know. kind of he, things. He sends me the the, the whoopee cushions, so. and they're the ones that say whoopee cushion across they're it. Pink, they're in the yeah, the like the ones that you put under pillows and yeah, yeah. that people sit on and makes the weird mm -hmm. fart. Okay, he likes um, that, and he, he rocks back and forth, and mm -hmm. okay, sassy, I mean, and that's how he gets off. Okay, on the whoopee cushions, different, right? That, everybody I mean, everyone's different and no, i'm not judging by any means that i i was just trying to think of like on top of the whoopee i that i i mean it it would make sense i mean it's still like a pillow thing and you're yeah. like a like a balloon I don't know if and you're kind of moving around or the the noise or the, the sound and mm -hmm. him laying on and feeling the the balloon kind of deflating and making all those noises i don't know okay hmm. mm -hmm. well <clears throat> you know, you've traveled a lot. You've done a lot of things. Um, oh, what, where, you know, I know you've traveled tons of places and you used to own a few different things and you used to work in a different industry. Well, obviously, we went over registered nurse. What else, you know, have you done though? Okay, so for I people had a production company before and I've done adult films. I've done over 300 of them and then I've also produced, but then. There, there is one that was a documentary that I was working on when I was in Bangkok, when I was in Thailand for okay. a month. But I stayed on this beachy community called Pata uh, Pattaya. It's like a, a beach kind of a city. It's right on the beach, on the water, which is an hour away from Bangkok. But where we actually filmed movie was in Bangkok but there was a lot of lady boys in Pattaya also <laughs> but it was in Bangkok that we filled most of the the documentary which we had to stop halfway through because um my partner my ex-boss um was mugged by a lady boy in the process it was the lady boy's birthday they went out and then I got a call from the hospital saying 
that, you know, he was mugged and he's in the hospital. And Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And the documentary was about Ladyboys? Lady okay. Ladyboys of Thailand. Okay. Yeah, so you never know. Maybe we'll finish it someday. But the Ladyboys in Thailand are so beautiful. They have the best plastic surgeon there because, you know, Thailand, Bangkok is the third world country. And so they make their money on what their looks, especially the lady boys, is very popular because a lot of the guys come from all around the world. Yeah. You know, and, and they, they want to meet these lady boys. Yeah, and they're beautiful. Hmm. I mean, they look like they're, you know, very, you know, female this way, very beautiful. And then down here, they still have, you know, it's still working. Yeah. You know? And... A lot of people, you know, they get turned on by that, including my ex-boss, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I said that, yes, they are very beautiful. And the one, I think, I think that particular lady boy got jealous of me. He got jealous of me that I was there with him. Oh. And because, okay. you know, he's, he's Swiss, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes. And here I am, an Asian girl, you know. Yeah. And so I think he, I think... The lady boy got jealous of me. Hmm. And I think that was an inside job, too, because the lady boy was also a masseuse. And he came over to his room. Oh, okay. My room was right next to my ex-boss's room. And then I go, that was weird, because, you know, I was wondering, what would, you know, what happened and everything. I met all the lady boys. You know, they're beautiful. Yeah. No, so that was sad. Okay, so then after that, I was stuck. I'm going, oh, my God, I'm in a foreign country all by myself with all these lady boys. Okay, then I started looking at my, my, my contacts. Okay, who would be in Thailand right now? So I called up one of my other ex-bosses. So I called them up. I go, I go, are you here? Are you here in Bangkok or are you in San Francisco? He goes, no, I'm here. I go, okay, then I told him the story, what happened. Yeah. And that. He goes, well, come over. I'll, I'll have my girlfriend come and pick you up, and then you, you can come over and we can talk about it. And his girlfriend owns a hair salon. Okay. She has her own business in Thailand, and it's right in the heart. So I hung out with her and her friends for the remain and my, my ex, you know, boss, for another ex-boss. <laughs> I know all my ex-bosses. So, um for the rest, the remain the couple of weeks that I was there. So I learned about the food, the culture, huh. all the lady boys, all the temples. You know, I would go back again. I made new friends. Yeah, I'll go back there again. Yeah, I've seen a lot of the pictures because I remember you've shown those pictures to me a few times. And mm -hmm. it's such a beautiful place because I, I really wanted to see it too. So one of these days. I those tuk-tuks, you know, when you go there. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they don't have any rules. When you're like on, on a, a, a vehicle or, or a motorcycle or whatever, you take your life into your hands. <laughs> or whoever's driving you around. <laughs> Jeez. But, oh my God, I'm going <clears> to <throat> die here. I'm going to be buried. <laughs> Jeez. 
Um, it's like you know that show. Uh, what's that show? The one about the taxi, the, the taxi, the, the confessions of a taxi driver. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I was in one of those cabs. The lady, she said, "Oh, she goes, you know, my cab is all wired up, you know, for um, you know, to be videoed and everything." I said, "I'm not mm. here to do that. You know, I'm just here to to relax." And this was this was like right. At, during 9-11. Oh, God, okay. I was supposed to be on that United flight going from New York to to LAX. It hit one of the buildings. When, anyway, one of my friends called me. Um, they said, Kamisha, you know, are you okay? I go, why? Well, turn on the TV. So I said, oh, my God. I go, if it wasn't for Howard Stern, if it wasn't for Howard Stern, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, I, you know, oh, wow. today. I would have been one of those you know, disasters and that hit one of the United flight that was going from, you know, New York to to um, to LAX. Jeez. And I went there. I went there, ground zero, when it, the buildings, when I was going through the tunnel there, I remember the buildings, the metal was all melted. The, the buildings were all boarded up next to each other. The ground was still smoking and you can smell. Oh, my God, it was a horrible smell. Ooh. That's what I remembered about going through the tunnel after, you know, the the planes hit that. I mean, it was like dead. All of Manhattan, there, it was silence. It was like a different world, you know. There was like emptiness around the streets. It was hardly, everybody was like in shock. And then I remembered when they had the parade for the fire, the firemen, they blocked off all the, and, you know, all the different streets. Yeah. So that was an experience. So uh, I yes, bet. I was there. <laughs> that was another. That was a horrific experience. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. About it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, and then I went there again, and then there was the Puerto Rican parade. That's another sight to experience. I mean, it. I didn't know there were so many Puerto Ricans in in New York. I mean, yeah. In Manhattan, I know. I'm crying. Huh. Well, every time when I, I you know, when yeah. sometimes I, I kind of get tearful. So, yeah. <laughs> well, let's uh, switch gears a little okay. bit. Um, was not expecting the last one. Uh, <laughs> well, you never uh, know with me. You know, no, no, I don't. Kind of come out of my mouth all of a sudden. <laughs> and that's why I do my everything we do here is not scripted. So, I, I don't usually tell everyone all the questions we're going to ask just because I want to make sure. Right. You know, we have a lot of fun in the banter with it. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. Which I knew with you, it's gonna be you never great. Know. It's always gonna be a great time. Yeah, you never know, <clears throat> especially the swinger parties. Oh, here's another thing. Oh, there we okay. go. So, when I was still working, you know, as a registered nurse, the medical transcriptionist at the hospital asked me um, to. She invited me to her son's 21st birthday party. So little did I know that she held like swinger parties every third Saturday of the month. And so then she introduced me to her son. And then two weeks later, we lived together and hosted her parties. But then after five years, it was more like a family affair, which I'll explain. So, so I was in a situation, it just happened this way, we're like in a, like a, Daisy wheel kind of thing. So we were like uh, doing each other. I mean, I was doing like there's the mother, there's the father, there's the father's girlfriend, the mother's boyfriend, his 
his brother and the brother's girlfriend. So it was like a family fair. So we're all doing each other, not each family member, but each other's, you know, other half. Okay. So it was like a family fair. Okay. <laughs> that was different because I said to him, how did you grow up living in a family of swingers, your mother and your father. I mean, you have to keep it silent because all the little kids are not going to come over to your house if they know that your mother and father gave swinger parties and everything. Yeah. So they kept it hush-hush. And then when he turned 16, then he was, like, parking the cars and stuff, being like a valet. Hmm. But it wasn't until he was, like, 18 that he got involved hosting the parties. So he wasn't involved. He just kind of... Knew about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, tell us, you know, what kind of, um, how did you end up here? Like, okay, obviously, you know, a little curious. different. Dennis, I met Dennis Hoff, like, in the early 90s when I was, you know, okay. filming, doing a, a lot of, you know, adult films, porn, everything. I met him at AVN. And he was with the girls, the blondes, you know. And, and so he goes, oh, you should come and work with me. You should, you should come work mm-hmm. with me. I said, well, Dennis, you know, um, I still have a lot of things to reconsider right now. Maybe later on, after I've done everything, I'll come to work with you. Yeah. And I was always curious and everything. So then finally I said, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. So I came and I started working down at Alien Cat House down south when Dennis okay. still owned it. Yeah. And um, didn't know anything that I know now. I wish, you know, I, I mean, I had to learn everything, you know, by myself. I mean, yeah, I had a big sister, but she didn't teach me all the techie stuff that I know now. I'm constantly on the oh, message yeah. board, Twitter, social media. I mean, I wish, you know, somebody taught me all of that way back then. But this was like nine years ago. You know, nine years is a long time to stay in this business because I've seen girls come and go, come and go. And I've seen a lot of different kinds of parties. Like, I mean, pretty much just a come and go, right? Just a come and go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I had to. I had to. I had to. (laughs) Well, you know, at Alien Cat House, I kept sending, getting these emails. They said, I'm in the wrong house, you know. Yeah, this this is the only, you know, house, theme house, you know, in the United States, theme brothel in the United yep. States, all about, all about aliens, you know. So we had alien-like figures all throughout, and there are some weird stuff that goes on in the desert there with all the military, you know, having all their hush-hush kind of things yeah. that I've seen. And got in trouble for, but I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, then finally, I forward all my emails to Madame Suzette saying, I'm, you know, these are all the, you know, uh, clients that want me to come up here. And so finally she calls up. She goes, when can you come over? How fast can you? I go, can you come tomorrow? I go, well, let me check my schedule. Let me check the flights and everything. Two, two hours later, I said, I'm coming over because it's Wednesday. Wednesday's when we daughter. Yep. She wants to make sure that I get to the airport 
early, make sure by 11, because doctor's like around 12, 12.30, and I was put here at Sagebrush. So then I was at Sagebrush for a year, then I went to Thailand in January, beginning of January, then yeah. I started here afterwards, you know, uh, yeah. Huh, okay. Yeah, so then I bought everybody's silk scarves and stuff. So... Tell me, because um, we're, we're running into a little bit towards the end here, but I, I really want to get into something here, you know. Okay. Tell me about, like, one of your wildest, because, I mean, I know you have some wild parties okay. and wild stories. Okay, so. But okay. tell me about that kind of moment. Okay. Like, something, so, something that you might, you know, shock or, well, not. Okay, my wildest really parties. My wildest party is bad baby, good mommy. So there was a, a, um, a client that came in. He, he picked me out in lineup, and he goes, do you do, like, baby parties? I go, what kind of baby parties? He goes, like, bad baby, good mommy. And he was a big guy. He was, like, over 300 pounds, you know. And I, I go, so what, do you, what, what kind of activities do you want me to um kind of activities would you like to do together? He goes, well, I have everything in the car. I'm going to bring them. So I go, okay. So he brought his duffel bag and had adult diapers, pampers. It has his rubber ducky. It has Mr. Bubbles. It has Gerber, ba Gerber baby food, you know, okay. and it has his pacifier. And he had to be, you know, his whole, you know, role play is being a baby. So okay. his you know, to his feet together as mm -hmm. a baby. And when I took him to do the, the Mr. Bubbles, the bubble bath and everything, he was like splashed all over me and I'm going, bad baby. And then he would take the rubber ducky, throw it at me. And I'm going, bad baby. And, and then, okay, I'm going to dry you up and then we're going to the bed. But I had bubbles. I got bubbles all over my hair, everything. I mean, he was, he was a bad baby. He didn't want to listen to me. When, when, when I gave him his Gerber baby food, he would spit it up. And then changing his diapers, I go, you better not be doing number two on me right now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. So when I changed his diapers, he was fine. You know, I, I powdered him with baby powder and everything. And make sure that his the adult diapers were, were on him and everything. Um, when I burped him, I would put him over my, my, my legs and I would, you know, like this on him and everything. But it was a fun party. The, the party was over two hours. Oh, geez. Okay. Over two hours. And we ended it with the, um, the, the pampers with him just jerking off on the pamp himself with the pampers on the plastic side. Okay. And there was no sex involved. It was all role play. Wow. Role play. Except for him jerk himself off. That's not it. Interesting. And uh, he walked out with the baby, the, the adult, the adult diapers. And when he walked, he had like a squeaky sound. You know, it was squeaky yeah. as he was walking down the, the hallway. Yeah. So that hmm. was, that was, um, that was an interesting party. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, definitely. You know the thing. Mr. Bubbles, the rubber ducky, and the pacifier. Yeah, to put the pacifier every time he tried to say something, or if he's hungry, or 
he was arg you know trying to you know you know argue with me or whatever <laughs> well <clears throat> thank you again kamisha for being here i appreciate it so very much um oh, definitely yeah. some interesting there's uh, more stories oh, but, you know come in and see me you know i'll cook for you play the piano we can go on an out date together you know, it will be a lot of fun. It'll be something that, you know, especially if you've been missing that intimacy of a companionship with, with a woman, you know. So whatever it is, you know, I'll fulfill those, you know, fantasies or dreams or desires for you. Well, how did they get a hold of you, Kamisha? Oh, so go Kamisha Amato at KitKatRanch.com. Or call the office, I think it's 775-246-9975, extension zero. And you can place a deposit. I also have, you know, a layaway plan where you can call in that number and, and you know, make a deposit every month until you have enough to party with me. But I would love to make your dreams come true. And we'll have a lot of fun. Well, it's been a pleasure as always, Kamisha. Thank you. So. I'll look forward to the hollow hollow. Oh yeah, eventually. and the lumpias. And the lumpias. Double <clears throat> ponset, whatever you know. We got, and I'll cook whatever you guys want to cook. I mean, if, if it's uh, like a, a standing rib, a pot roast, uh -huh. like a standing rib roast with some twice baked potatoes, some grilled asparagus, and some mushroom sautéed in like a merlot gravy sauce or whatever, I can do that too. Besides Filipino food. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Well. Thank you all for watching. I appreciate it. Watching and listening. Whether you're watching on YouTube, whether you're uh, listening on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, tune in and all the rest. I appreciate each and every one of you out there. Again, season two has been amazing so far on the Bunny Ranch podcast. So make sure you guys tune in. Make sure you follow us on all social media at Bunny Ranch, at Sagebrush Ranch, at Kit Kat Brothel um, on Twitter. And then you can also follow me on Twitter as well at uh, James underscore stream, or you'll see all of that stuff on the bottom of well for her contact and mine all in the description. So thank you again, Kamisha, and thank, thank you, you everyone out there and have a thank great you guys. day. <laughs> Bye. Bye.